0: Welcome to the Manly, Pinterest, Manly tip show. Pinterest Tip Show, a show designed to assist man in his quest to succeed on Pinterest. If you have interest in the content you want to share, content you want your clients to see, learn ways to grow and succeed in this unique and exciting world, one man, one man will, assist will assist you on your journey. To become a pinner and grow your presence online, men and women can share in the success. And And here to show you how Is is your host, Jeff C., adding testosterone, one pin at a time.
1: Hello folks, welcome to the Manly Pinterest Tips Podcast. I'm Jeff C., and you're not... I'm very excited to talk with you about what myself and my very special guest discussed today about the state of Pinterest for 2016. But first, I want to tell you about a group coaching opportunity I will be offering. I'm getting ready to launch an eight-week in-depth live Pinterest training which will be offered to a select few. And I'm really wanting to keep the class sizes down so we can really work together to get your Pinterest account driving traffic and giving you the results that you need for your business. If you're interested in finding out more, head over to manlypinteresttips.com forward slash training. That's manlypinteresttips.com forward slash training. I'm very excited to have Kate All with me today on the show. Kate is the owner of Simple Pin Media, a Pinterest management company. Their purpose is to manage Pinterest accounts for bloggers and business owners so they can focus back on creating awesome content their audiences will love. Kate also aims to teach and train people on how to use Pinterest for business with simple, actionable tips. Now, this interview that I did with Kate was a live show where our audience was able to interact with myself, guests, and each other. If you'd like to be a part of one of our live shows, make sure to head on over to manlypinteresttips.com and join our email community to find out when our next live show is. Come join us where you can ask your own questions during the show. I've really enjoyed getting to know Kate over the last couple of months and I can tell you she is someone who really knows Pinterest. It was really fun on this show to be able to discuss what we both saw, that the changes that happened last year at Pinterest, and we are very excited to both share what we thought were some great opportunities that we see in Pinterest coming up in 2016. So let's jump right into my conversation with Kate All, Kate, thank you so much and welcome to the show.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah. And as, we're, as I'm talking with Kate, any of you guys have any questions that are watching live? Make sure you uh, ask your questions in the sidebar with a uh, forward slash Q and we'll try to get to them as we're talking during the show today. But uh, first, Kate, you know, we've kind of we've uh, seen each other in different circles. We're a member of some of the same Facebook groups. But I want you to kind of tell people uh, kind of where you started, kind of an overview of your business journey and, and how you got started uh, on social media.
2: Yeah, sure. So I, um, about six years ago, I started working for a blog as their Facebook manager. And that's mostly because the person I worked for just hated social media. So I had to figure out Facebook. I did that for a couple of years and then Facebook algorithm completely changed and everybody was looking for more places to get traffic. And so we talked about Pinterest and we had taken a Pinterest course and we completely overhauled the boards. And I started really understanding what was working and not working on Pinterest. And that led to the need for more income, a side hustle, if you will. My husband didn't have a job and had Mm. lost unemployment. We were living on like $1,000 a month and we have a family of five. Just wasn't doing it. Yeah. And so um, the option was there to start thinking about managing Pinterest pages for bloggers. And I understood a blogger's world really, really well, having been a contributor to a blog. And I knew that their biggest... I guess pain was trying to figure out all the details of social media because I knew it was important, but they really cared a lot about content creation. And so what I wanted to do was alleviate that stress of trying to figure out how to do social media so that they could, like the bio said, you know, really focus back on content creation. And so Simple Pin Media was born like two years ago, just out of a whim and a need And it just went from two beta clients into four into six and has since mushroomed into 45. Wow. And I have a team of 16, so I don't do that on my own. Um, But yeah, it's far surpassed my expectations of what I ever thought would happen. So that's really how I got into Pinterest slash social media.
1: Very cool. So, you know, your your business is, I mean, Simple Pin Media, it's built around Pinterest. So what initially you mentioned traffic. Was that the main reason Mm -hmm. that you went with Pinterest? Was that kind of the reason?
2: Yeah, that was pretty much. I would say um, also because I was kind of fascinated with I guess I was a little bit in both worlds, which I think a lot of people were. were. I knew how it worked personally, and I enjoyed it personally. So I knew that other people were enjoying it personally as well. But how could we really figure out a way to use it for business? And because there was such that huge shift in late 2013 with the algorithm change and Mm -hmm. just people not knowing where they're going to get traffic, there was this all of a sudden this burst of pinterest traffic that people went all right well that's where i'm gonna go and that's kind of the nature of what i knew bloggers did they kind of traveled around to try to find what's working and so yeah i would say that traffic would be probably the biggest reason but also a little bit of you know i enjoy it you know it's a great easy platform to use and has a lot of benefits
1: well it sounds like we we have a similar story of course mine was that um you know i started i heard a podcast with cynthia sanchez was the one mm. who got me started thinking about uh pinterest because i had a new blog and was trying to drive traffic to it and it started working but uh and then the whole thing was you know men can't be on pinterest and usually you know oh, yeah. when somebody tells me i can't do something then then i want to <laughs> yes. do it more and so uh so that was the kind of where the whole manly pinterest thing uh, grew from but yeah um very very exciting um and uh, you know both of us, I think, you know, because our businesses revolve around Pinterest Mm -hmm. and visual marketing, um, there was a lot of changes that happened last year on Pinterest. And so, you know, we titled this kind of the state of Pinterest for 2016. And the year before I did this one with Vincent. So I'm really excited to have you on to kind of think, you know, see what you think. Yeah. Kind of the changes that are going to happen on Pinterest. Um, You know, one of the questions I have, and I, I, I'll ask this, you know, to, to most of my guests who are Pinterest experts, is when you are talking with a business, why do you recommend that businesses take a look at Pinterest? Because you know, there is still that stigma; it's just yeah. for products, it's just for, you food. know, yeah, food or weddings or whatever. So, what do you mm-hmm. tell a small business who is maybe kind of ah, uh, maybe, maybe I can put mm-hmm. some money towards Pinterest?
2: Right. I always tell them that Pinterest is so similar now to Google. It's a search engine that a lot of people go to that if you're not at least having a page over there with some activity, you're really missing out on another group of people who could potentially be customers or readers. And, you know, in that when they think about that, because everybody Google is kind of king. Right. But then when you think of Pinterest and how powerful their search is, and how powerful their buying power is, that's what really convinces them is it's and to, to tell them a little bit like you're not thinking of Facebook or Twitter or any of these other social platforms. You're really thinking differently about what can you give somebody that they will last forever, if you will. And obviously, Pinterest right. isn't going to be forever. Right. But it has more longevity than something on Facebook. So it's worth investing over there even if you don't understand it right away or even if you don't think you're going to get any traffic from it you just never know
1: right right and the long-term thing and that was another thing that really started to uh interest me when i first got started i was like oh my my story is i wrote a blog post about sharing a secret board with my daughter and i started okay. getting traffic from it and it kept going and it kept going and it kept going um <laughs> Elisa says pinterest isn't going to be forever watch your language so. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yeah. We, you know, I'll, hopefully it'll be around for a long time, Lisa, yes. hopefully for both, uh, 30 years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so the, the long-term traffic I think is big mm-hmm. for, for companies to understand, but when you look back at last year, mm-hmm. Pinterest, uh, 2015, what do you, and there's a lot of changes. What do you think yeah. the biggest change was that you saw in Pinterest?
2: I really saw that shift with promoted pins. They really made a huge push to try to figure out their platform, to try to promote them even more, to open them uh, more wider to businesses, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really saw a shift in the algorithm that happened over that that shift as well. It, you saw... Um, smart feed taking a little bit longer, you saw more relevance of keywords. Um, so that, that's not bad in itself. That was actually great tools that they gave us for where they're funneling their promoted pins and how you can mm-hmm. really tap into that. Um, but yeah, I felt like it became more common to use them, whereas it wasn't as, I guess, nerve wracking for people like, Oh, should I try promoted pins? it right. not going to work. People felt more comfortable with it. And willing to test it. And right. you saw the rise of cost in them as well. But um, I would say that was the biggest thing. And we saw viable pins too. So we're kind of seeing how those are going to overlap in the next year, maybe.
1: Okay. And that was my next question. What do you think the biggest change will be uh, for Pinterest uh, in this coming year as we go forward?
2: You know, that's a really great, great question. I I think there's a differentiation between like what I hope for them to do right, and what right. I think they'll do. Yeah. Um I think what they'll do is really push more promoted pins. And so we'll have to navigate what pins organically do versus paid. I think that they'll push more of the Bible pins as well. And I'm hoping that they do cross those over the promoted and the Bible. I think that will end up happening because there's so many people who have products they want to promote. And right now you can't do that. So I'm thinking that will overlap. yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. We'll talk about the article that you right. know you, you and I were gonna talk about. But after reading through that a couple of times, I don't know what they're gonna do. Well, the,
1: yeah, that article was was really interesting and I want to yeah. get to that. But the about the promoted pins, one, I want to do a plug for my friend Elisa Meredith. She's yes. got a great ebook on promoted pins. If yep. you're gonna have questions about promoted Pins, she's awesome. Uh mm-hmm. she's got a great book to get. Um but the you know, the pro, to me, it was always no brainers why you couldn't promote Bible pins, And I, yeah. I guess they were just trying to figure it all out and get it down. You know, whenever Pinterest does change and you and I both are in those yes. groups where as soon as something different happens, people freak out. And I mean, yes, for some reason, I don't know. I, maybe because Pinterest is so personal because you're curating content of yeah. your own on your boards. That it just seems like it's more when when things change, their people wig out more than the, than other social networks yeah. in my opinion. But if they, you,
2: yeah, look at the Pinterest Facebook page; it's yeah. not a happy place.
1: Yeah, it isn't. No. And uh, when they did uh, when they switched your um, the profile, so now when you look at it, it shows your most yes. recent pins and all that. Holy cow! I mean, on yeah. Pinterest blog posts, people were upset, and yeah. so. Um. This article, we're going to get to one of the things they talk about in there that a lot of people were griping about Pinterest moves too slow. Mm-hmm. Um, and my thing is, I think because it's so personal, they're yeah. moving slow on purpose. Yes. Of, you know, for the stuff. So, yeah. Let, let me, let me, let me tell people about this article. It was in okay. business insider and it was called uh insider say what's going inside $11 billion Pinterest and it's not all good. So it was kind of a clickbaity title, but I wanted to talk to Kate about this because it was a really, I mean, it was a really good article that I think yeah. the title was kind of misleading. Yes. Um, and one of the things they said inside of there was that, um, you know there's talk that pinterest may go public in 2016 and i wanted to know what you thought do you think that's something that they may do it's go public and get shareholders and all that sort of thing
2: you know i'm not quite sure after reading through the article and thinking about um, how slow they move which is and uh, which is funny because i've always talked about pinterest being this Um, slow moving train and this article really confirmed in a lot of areas that oh yeah in fact they are in business i think that they'll be really calculated with what they do and how they do it um so i i my prediction is no i don't know if they will so i mean i guess it could go two ways no they don't they still continue to move really slowly or two, they get nervous and scared that they're not going to meet their evaluation. They have an right. $11 billion evaluation. They're not going to meet that. So they try just changing their course completely and moving right. through and getting more advertisers. And so it could go one of two ways.
1: Yeah, I think I, I kind of am with you that I don't think they're going to do it next year uh, mm-hmm. just because they they seem to be able to raise money anytime they want to, yeah. you know, they, I think this is what the second or third time they've gotten so much, you know, billions of, I don't know, a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and so, um, I think that they're not hurting that way. And it seems like they're, they're going slow. And, um, and so I, I don't, I don't really think that they need to go public. I mean, yeah. they're not struggling and I don't think they need shareholders. I think <laughs> it would add, like you said, some more, uh, entanglement maybe, mm-hmm. um, the other complaint some people made in that article was that they're moving too slow with their advertising model. Yeah. Um, one of the, my complaints about, I, I like promoted pins and I use them for clients. Yeah. I One of my biggest complaints is I want to drill down. You know? Yes. That I usually, when I do advertising for clients, is I do a mixture of both because um, I do all sorts of social media, but um, Facebook ads for the immediate kind of kicking stuff off and then longer term promoted pins to kind of Mm -hmm. continue this stuff. And so that's what I really struggle with is I really want to target down more. And so I wanted to know what you thought about the advertising model. If you're happy with it, what would you change about it? Those sort of things.
2: Right. And actually I was, I was reading, um, I highlighted this quote last night from the article. Um, where um, Tim Kendall is the director of kind of the whole monetization and products is he had said, um, putting together a service organization that services every single organizer out there is hard and requires a lot of people. Um, Let's go deep with the customers. We know we're going to be successful with on our platform and whose content would already perform well as native content. So I think with that, what we'll start to see is hopefully them tightening up their keywords Giving people exactly what they want, like you said, in their feed. Because there's some things that come across my feed that are promoted pins that I find a little bit sketchy. Right. Um, And, you know, everybody always has the option to hide it. If it's offensive, say Mm -hmm. it's offensive. Like, that's important because they need that feedback. But I think it seems very... um, willy-nilly, if you will, and not very targeted. And I think the more they have their targeting, the more advantage they'll have. Like they said, even for their customers who <clears throat> you know, want to go deep with them, give them that ability to hone in. And I think that's one of the things that we really felt a loss when we switched to the smart feed was we felt this out of control. Like, I'm no right. longer allowed to see what and who, who was very important. Because even though I didn't necessarily like my friend's cat pictures, right, right. it was at least an indication of she was active on there and pinning.
1: Right, right. Um,
2: And we don't have that anymore. So you do lose that um, control ability. So I would, I would like a little bit more of that back. And I think with that, that's to their advantage. Because if they give me a page that tells Pinterest exactly what I want to see, who I want to see similar to kind of what Facebook does, right. then Pinterest is allowed to advertise in those buckets, right. you know, and it's, so I think they should make that move.
1: Yeah. I, I think there's, there's been some concern too, because of how Facebook, I mean, you hardly see anything in your Facebook oh, feed yeah. that, you know, there's so much stuff coming in and it's so curated. for like you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's somebody's birthday. And I just find out you know, three days ago <laughs> yes. and, and and I'm seeing the same thing on Instagram. Um, yeah. With those things, you know, you're still seeing everybody that you've signed up for, but they're sure throwing in a lot more of those promoted um, posts ads. and stuff like mm-hmm. that and the ads. And so, you know, I think people on Pinterest are worried about that too. I, yeah. I, you know, when the smart feed first came out, it was bad. I mean, it was. It I remember was it was. It was like, what is going it was on? A train wreck. What's <laughs> yeah, the train wreck? It's yeah. So I that settled down a little bit for me. Yeah. Um, once in a while, I do get those sketchy pins too. Uh, I don't know. I think as their algorithm gets better. Um, but um, yeah, so I think th- this that will get better, but I think they've got to give some more control back to us because Definitely. I counted, I just looked at my, I opened up my feed and for at uh, least and I were doing a, a webinar and I just did a screen cap and I was counting how many promoted pins are suggested wow. for you and all that stuff. And I 20. really just, yeah, I want more of my people. Yes. Back, so,
2: yeah, I would agree. And I think that, well, yes, I agree. I'll leave okay. it there.
1: Okay. Um, and I wanted to touch on this because I've been seeing a lot more of this come up, and it came up in this article, and other people are saying it, too. It says uh, there's a bunch of talk about Snapchat chat outpacing Pinterest in the next couple of years. Okay, Yes, they have a huge audience. Yes. But don't you think it's a totally different audience?
2: Totally different. Can okay. I confess that I just – I Snapchat makes no sense to me. It seems like the most – a pointless, useless thing ever. My twenty-year-old nieces had to show me how to use it, what it yeah. looked like. So I think you're not only dealing with a completely different generation and demographic, but having looked at it, I just think, how in the world do you monetize here? What I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's comparing apples to oranges. Yes, they because the the thing everyone's talking about is how many video views they have. Well, that's oh. great, but where's the, where are you getting money from that? I mean, I know yeah. you can advertise one. If my kids are on it, they don't have any money anyway, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, they're not going to spend money, but I, I was, I just got on it like last month. Because okay. I was a holdout because one, it came from, a, to me, it came from a, a sexting app. And I, to, I, I yes. told my kids they could not do it. I was yes. never going to do it. Da, 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 da. And so of course, uh, Michael Stelsner at Social Media Examiner started using it. And so I had to oh, figure gosh. out what was going on. And so now my kids are like, you hypocrite. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: You're such a liar. You know, so it's like, no, it's for my job. <laughs> Not um, but anyway, I I think it's apples and oranges. I don't think it has anything to totally. do.
2: Totally. Well, Elisa said it there. Like Pinterest lasts forever and Snapchat's 15 seconds. Like, sure, you can post a video, but it's gone in yeah. 15 seconds. I can never find it again.
1: Yeah, and I struggle with repurposing stuff. And I you know, I know you can download your videos you shoot there and stuff, but yeah. I just don't know. I think it's a totally different thing. I don't think they even should be compared. So no, okay. I don't
2: either. I agree with that, you.
1: That's out of the way. So okay. here's the other thing. And this initially was shocking to me, and then I started to understand it, but they brought it up in this article too. It's uh Pinterest has made the move to focus on its ad relationships with retailers mm-hmm. and consumer packaged good brands. And so what that means is before these big companies could go in and this, tell me if I'm wrong about this. They could have a direct relationship with like Pinterest ad team and all this stuff. But now they have kind of severed ties with that. And they're just focusing on uh, retailers, which would be like Macy's and you name and Marcus's stuff and consumer package goods brands like target. And and so, and so initially I was like, that is stupid. They're leaving money on the table. Mm -hmm. Other people went on there. Um, But the key thing I think to remember is, you can still do self-serve stuff just like everybody yeah. else. Um, but that's their biggest market. Yes. And so what yeah. are your thoughts on that? What did, what did you think about that?
2: Well, that's actually the second part of the quote that I highlighted was, you know, like they had said, we don't want to spread ourselves so thin that all of our customers feel like they're not getting adequate service. So... At first, when I read the article, it did feel a little bit like a bait and switch, like it's kind of shafty. You know, you provide all this and then pull out the rug. Right. But I think to their credit, they got specific. And that's one of the complaints that people had had about Pinterest was that they were slow. They couldn't decide what they wanted to do. And now here they make this very specific decision and they're kind of lambasted for it. But they're Right. You know, if they want to help focus on these specific users so that they already know it's going to work. You know, I think the guy from U.S. Bank was quoted in here. And he was one of the people who received a letter that they weren't going to work with him anymore. And I mean, he was kind, but he said, you know, it's this. U.S. Bank is not the ideal person on Pinterest. Like, right, exactly. I'm not really going to click stuff about U.S. Bank unless you have really applicable content to either spending money or saving money or whatever but i am more likely to click on something from target or etsy or right. Macy's, any of those retailers so i do understand the switch but yes it was kind of a little bit
1: yeah i had to stop and think you know it's like eh. uh but you know they did also say in this article as they they're going to fill these silos later they're not just going to always stick with yeah the, you know the the same thing and so they're going to eventually move on and, and maybe fill out some other ones too. So um, and they're not saying that's another thing is too, is really for small businesses and most of my clients, it doesn't really make a difference.
2: We're not Uh, the ones
1: with the dollars. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Gazillion dollars to spend on it. Yeah,
2: (laughs) They're like, we'll take your 50 bucks for your promoted pin. That's right.
1: So I think we're all good. But yeah, um, but once I started thinking about it, it was like, okay, that's smart because they can focus, like you said, on what they need to do. And then also frees them up to be better, be better at what they are doing. And so I just think it's gonna be better for all of us down the road. So
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: Oh well I have a quote from our friend Elisa Meredith and she uh-huh. posted this in the Facebook group uh that we both we both are a part of and she goes <laughs> This is her thing about uh, Pinterest in the future. They need to get a tighter grip on screening promoted pins for keyword relevance and release the targeting options that people have come to expect to all advertisers, not just the big ones. they promised interest, life stages, retargeting, and they have not delivered,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: which is very true. And hopefully, and we talked about this earlier, they will open that up a little bit in the next year. I
2: hope they do too. I think it will be good for them and good for us, a win-win.
1: What options would you like to see for targeting? If you if you could say Pinterest, this is what I want, so I can really serve serve my clients well. What would you really want them to drill down to?
2: I think I would like a little bit more targeting of um, interests. Maybe um, you know you can pick keywords, which funnels right. them into interests. But what are the interests that maybe women twenty five to thirty? What's the majority of interests mm-hmm. that they follow? Right. Or men who are 25 to 35, where it's their interest. So I'm kind of knowing where I'm targeting because I think on Facebook, and it's been a long time since I've done an ad over there, but you can kind of see where, you know, what they like in those groups. You right. know, they'll kind of tell you or they'll eliminate or they'll show you majority likes this, but only a few like this. And so whether or not you're targeting a very tight group or something that's very wide, it would be great to know that information about what. Their pinning habits are, Um, you know, I could target to just women and all these Pinterest keywords, but maybe people who are more focused on business would be helpful. Right. Or, yeah, I don't
1: know. I think age demographics would be huge, too, because my daughter is on Pinterest all the time. And, you know, she's probably not going to be my ideal client. And I would probably want to if I'm spending money, not spend money towards that my client and so being able to do that I think would Mm -hmm. be and also for real realtors with their you know the map pins and the place pins and all that stuff um, being able to like on Facebook it's nice that I can say okay I want to target in this city 50 miles and uh, that are interested in moving. I mean, mm-hmm. you can drill down that far in Pinterest I and mean, Facebook. And I would like to have a little bit more control, you know, with you know, the place stuff. And so anyway. And
2: as they go to promoting pins in all of their other countries that they've opened up, I know they just released it. You can promote to Canada, mm-hmm. but, you know, the UK and Australia and the Netherlands. All those are really up and coming. So eventually it would be good to target those areas like you can on Facebook if you want to do an right. international ad. That would be a great addition.
1: Exactly, I I really w- and some of the things these big brands really want, and I really want to play with them, and I haven't been able to yet is the um, the cinematic pins where oh, you can yeah. you can move it and mm-hmm. scroll. I really really want to play with those, and, I, and yeah. you know you have to be the big boy. So hopefully they can open up some of that stuff. I mean you can do like you know, animated gifts and all that stuff, but I want to yeah. do the the fun. I saw one with Honda.
2: Before. It was yeah. awesome. I'm like, oh, yeah. I want to buy a <laughs> minivan. <It's laughs> perfect. Right. You know, I you mean that re- one was well targeted because yeah. I have you know four kids, so we're good. Yeah,
1: yeah. we have a Honda minivan; it's really worth it. You should get one. Yes, um, <laughs> plug for Honda. <laughs> um, the here's here's another thing, Kelly Lieberman, who is the the, she runs PinChat and she's Mm. an awesome at it. Uh, But she said this when I posted uh, this article and what her thoughts were on it, she goes, there is nothing else like Pinterest. It's all about discovery and intent. Pinners are truly creating, making planning and doing one pin at a time. The engineering and data that powers Pinterest is pretty amazing. Once they connect all the dots, it'll be pretty unreal to see how it evolves. And she goes on to mention that she would like to see just like both you and I more control over our Mm. feed. Mm. Um, so we both said it it could you know it needs to change and be a little bit more controlling we have more control over it. Do you think we need to get rid of more of the um recommended for you pins or the yeah. promoted pins? Is that what's the Yeah, the, the, the I point? don't mind
2: the promoted pins. I mind the picked for you. Okay. Especially when I look at them <clears throat> they can be 2 days to 2 weeks Behind, which is is not a huge deal, because when you go to the popular section of Pinterest, right. you see pins that have been pinned like two years ago. But um, as far as what's in my feed, I would like things that are pretty current and not I don't want them to guess for me. Like, right. I want to be able to do that. So if you put the picked for you section where it's, okay, here's your choices like they do now. I actually opened up a new Pinterest account um, for a course I'm creating. So I wanted to walk through what a new person right. was like. Right. And, you know, initially now it's, it's all interests. What are the interests right. that you want to follow? It's no longer people, which is fine. I just want that option now as a, right. Right. an existing user.
1: Yeah. And it's, for me, I was doing some, it's the same thing for, uh for Elise and I, when we were talking and it was hard for me to go find, you know, you can go and get categories, yeah. but you, it's hard to go get Pinterest uh, once you're inside of the, at least on the debt stop, it's hard to go back and kind of get the interest that you really want, or or drilled down more. It just seems like it's mm-hmm. it's almost a hidden feature. You kind of have to really know what you're doing. It
2: is, and it's a weird funnel too. Uh, I was talking with someone yesterday about they were running yoga training certification, and they knew a big demographic of theirs was on Pinterest. So even just doing keyword searches, the things that they popped up under the interest of yoga, more right. boxes. Just it didn't really make sense. You know, mm. it was like yoga yeah, for yeah. men or yoga. It's like, wait, right. we're looking for yoga for women.
1: Well, that's what Anita said, too, in the comments. She goes, the promoted pins are never relevant to me. Yeah. I am not a shopper. They're promoting fashion to me, and I never pin fashion. Exactly. Hey, that's be true. a guy on Pinterest. <laughs> like, <laughs> you get Dollar
2: Shave Club, I'm sure, all well, the time. It's,
1: I do. But the, uh, the other thing, what I, some, uh, it was some weird store uh, that I would never, ever know, but it was promoted to me. And it's like one of those weird ones that comes through. Um yeah. But that goes to an, another point to there was another person on that same uh, chat that I that I was discussing that article on they he complained that he has lost his love for Pinterest because it's too complex you know mm-hmm. he he thinks that new users won't stay because of that reason and he even goes to to say that you know Pinterest doesn't know what it it is, what it actually is to its users and followers anymore um, so i have my own thoughts on that what what do you think about that
2: well i think in order to really Evaluate this. You have to step back from a business perspective and look at a user. Per, uh, what a user sees. And for me, I over Christmas I was actually watching my nieces and my sister-in-law and my mom interact on Pinterest. And while some of them, you know, especially a friend of mine, she's noticed the switch from the smart feed, you know, the regular feed to the smart right. feed, which was annoying for everybody. But now, um, I still think they find it relevant. I I think that. For the most part, you know, we as business see all these changes, but they don't see them as much. I think they are annoyed with some of the things that pop up for them, but they still see the value in what Pinterest provides for them. So, you know, like Kelly said, like they're truly creating, making, and planning, and they're still able to do that. So I think that is where you have to really take your business mind and kind of turn it off and go, okay a user still engaging, you know, even young friends of mine who are young moms, Right. you know, they sit on it when they're nursing or whatever and reading right. articles. Right. Um, so, I, I yeah. think
1: that was exactly my point too, is that I, I think with any social network, but even more, even so with Pinterest is you have to think like an end user. Yeah. Can, we're, we always gripe and we're thinking it's marketing and, and, and selling yeah. stuff and we're going in it like this and that. And so go back and think, okay, if your stuff's not working, it may not be because it's not relative to your, your relevant yeah. to your audience. So, mm-hmm. you know, how is this end user going to do? And and I think out of any of the companies I've looked at the social media companies, I think Pinterest really focuses on its uh, end user. And they really, we are a very small subset yeah. of, of their user base. I don't totally. think, you know, they don't really, they, you know, they'll talk to us, but we're, we're not the ones buying their stuff. So. No,
2: they're like, mm, I'm not really concerned yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah. So
1: of mm-hmm. have to look at it through that way and it is a free platform and we are making money off of it. So um, yes.
2: it's very and, important.
1: Yeah. So we have to look it through that way. So with all of this, Kate, what do you think, what is your best advice for somebody who is just starting out on Pinterest?
2: Yes. I would say first do not feel overwhelmed Take Pinterest in small bite-sized pieces. You know, first set up your profile. Mm-hmm. Set it up so where it t- it communicates who you are. You know, that's your picture, your name, and you describe who you are. That's it. Then just go ahead and start creating a few boards. Don't think of 100. Just start with 5 right. or 10 or whatever. And then just start exploring Pinterest. You know, take if you, you have a propensity for it to get lost in it. Take an hour, set a timer, Right. look at what's on the platform and just start exploring. But don't think business right away, because I think when we go into it thinking like how I'm going to target these people and blah, 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 then you really do lose that end game or end user and you mm-hmm. lose their their view. So keep their view in mind. Like, what is it that you have that they're going to want to click on? Do you have stuff that's useful? to a particular crowd um if so just start searching those people out on pinterest see what they're pinning check out their boards um but again i think the biggest thing is people think about pinterest and they just are like ah i don't even know where to begin it's so confusing and it's not like all these other other social platforms so i'm just going to shut down and not do anything but don't don't do that
1: I, i just was someone asked me this on a uh a uh, youtube channel and and my thing was i think the biggest thing is to be consistent yes if you're going to do it every day do it every day if you're going to do it once a week do it once a week but you pinterest rewards you being on their platform and so be on that as much as you can and and be consistent Mm -hmm. the the, one of the things i want to ask you because there's different Mm -hmm. schools of thoughts about this is do you just like if you have a flower shop that's your client Do you just tell them to only pin stuff about their flower shops or flowers or gardening or that stuff? Or do you have them mix up and mix in some personal stuff as well?
2: Um, I think I'm of the first camp to stick with kind of your niche and then to go just outside that. So maybe what would some personal people who love flowers be interested in? Um, I like to keep it tighter mostly because I think when I – especially with new business users, when you go a little bit too outside of what their brain can handle, like maybe you can add recipes or whatever. They again, get overwhelmed. So I would say stick with, um, you know, I always joke about like, if you're a cat blogger or a cat business owner, like do everything that kind of embodies cats and animals, but like, you probably don't want to talk a whole lot about horses and chickens. Like it's not necessarily applicable to what you're doing, but you know, maybe animal safety or animal um, healthy animal tips or whatever like that. So I, I tend to be one that stays more focused in. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. Maybe there's no hard and fast rule. Maybe it's just my brain. Yeah. Well, my,
1: and my thing is, is for like my account too. And I, mine is so, it can be broad. I mean, I do a lot of social media stuff, but I also throw in geek stuff, mainly cooking, mm-hmm. you know, that stuff. So, because it still all fits within my brand. Yeah. So I have a, I have a, I guess a broader umbrella that I can stick stuff in and people like that. And I think yeah. the more you can show your personality, even if it's a business, the better off you are on Pinterest. That doesn't yes. mean like you said, if you're doing a cat, you're a cat blogger to, to pin chicken stuff, yeah. um, but you could find some, you know, Uh, some fun shots of people with their pets or, you know, whatever. I mean, some, I think a lot of times businesses get too narrow Yeah. and then it becomes, I don't have anything to do. Um, Mm -hmm. One of my clients is a chocolate factory. And so, we just don't pin just chocolate stuff. Their their own chocolate stuff. You know, yeah. I pin like around the holidays. You know, the best. You know, I did a Pinterest fail one yesterday because those are just hilarious. <sighs> those because, are funny. You know, they, and it was all about Valentine's Day stuff, and so it, yeah, it fit their brand. It was on cakes and candies, and so yes, it was broad, mm-hmm. but it still fit in there. So I think the better off yeah. you do it that way.
2: Right. Well, and with chocolate, it would make sense for you to pin cats. Like yeah, exactly. You no know? chocolate covered cats. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just really making sure that you're you're aware of it, but having fun. So right. that is important. You know, like you said, not getting so narrow that you're just like, oh, I can't go outside chocolate. Right. But
1: right. hmm. Gotcha. Good points. So Kate, thanks so much for being on the show. It's getting close to the time, but where is the best place to find out about you and your services?
2: It is if you would go to simplepinmedia.com and you can find, I have a blog there that I just started posting on and some blabs as well. And then some other things about our services and what we do and all that good stuff.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, Kate, thanks so much for being here. Mm-hmm. As always, I'd love for everybody who watched to go over to ManlyPinterestTips.com, click on the sidebar, and subscribe to our email community. That way you'll never miss a great show like we had with Kate here today because at Manly Pinterest Tips, we're always adding testosterone one pin at a time. See you next time, everyone. Thank you.
0: Thank you for joining Jeff on his mission to help you be successful in the Pinterest world. Would you like to take part in a live show? sure to join Jeff's email community at ManlyPinterestTips.com. Adding testosterone, one pin at a time.